A podcast where we go one-on-one with fiction creators, such as authors, filmmakers, actors, songwriters, and more. Each episode, we get the inside scoop on our guests' creative process, the ups and downs of their industries, and our guests also give out tips and tricks that help them become successful. And now, let's jump into the episode with your host, Chris C.L. Lowry. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Fiction Addiction Podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk about copyrights, the importance of copywriting your work, and how to actually copyright your work. Now, for those who don't know, copyright is a form of intellectual property law which protects original works of authorship, including literary, dramatic, musical, and artistic works such as poetry, novels, movies, songs, computer software, and architecture. So when people discuss the process of applying for a copyright, there is sometimes confusion between what is covered under copyright law and what isn't. So to tackle that debate, it is good to know that there are other forms of protection for business owners and creatives, which would be applying for a trademark or applying for a patent. So to break that down even more, when you want protection for things such as a business name, a business slogan, a company logo, or even an author logo, which is very popular nowadays, you wanna protect those things by applying for a trademark. So an example would be, say we have an author that goes by the name Tiffany Black, and she decides that she wants to create an imprint or a publishing company, and she names that company Black Publishing Company. If that author wanted to protect the name Black Publishing Company, she would apply for a trademark to protect that name. If she hires someone to create a logo for herself or for her company, she would then apply for a trademark to protect that logo. Now, if you have an idea for some sort of invention, say you create something like a typing device that's innovative and this idea could potentially make you wealthy, then you wouldn't want to apply for a patent to protect that idea or invention. Now, for writers, illustrators, artists, and even software designers, once you create your work, you will apply for a copyright and that will protect that work you create. So if we had the same author, Tiffany Black, and she created her own logo, so she didn't outsource it to someone else, she actually physically drew her own logo, she could file for a trademark and a copyright of that logo because she actually created that work. The protection for each of those filings will be a little bit different. So the copyright will protect that author if she created her own logo from anyone copying the design she created. The trademark will protect her from people branding their companies with a logo that's similar to hers. Now, you will run into some people that will tell you that you don't have to copyright your work because you automatically have rights as the creator and others will say, hey, just mail yourself a copy of the work and you'll be good to go. Now, that may be true Um, You can do those things. Obviously, if you are the creator of that work, you you do have rights to it. 
but those rights are very limited when it comes to fighting battles of infringement in court. But you do have the option of mailing yourself your work, but that's called the poor man's copyright and it's not really protected under the laws of copywriting. And this is done by taking your work, mailing it to yourself, and like the nickname, it is for quote unquote, the poor man, or the person who believes that they cannot afford the application fees that go along with applying for a copyright, a trademark, or a patent. So the idea behind it was if you mail yourself a copy of your work, it will serve as some sort of date and timestamp that you could then go and say, hey, on this date and time, I mailed it to myself, so I should be entitled to protection from this date. Unfortunately, this would be a very weak argument in a court of law. Now, the only way to truly protect your work is to file for a copyright, which is actually pretty affordable. Now, filing for a copyright is very simple. All you have to do is go online to www.copyright.gov. Once you get to the website, you will click on the big icon that says register copyright. You would then be taken to a screen that allows you to create an account with the copyright office and just follow the prompts on this website to complete your application. There's also an option to mail in a paper application, but obviously that process will take much longer than electronic submission. Now, the cost to apply for a copyright is only $45 for the online registration of a single application, which would be a single author, a single claimant, and one work that is not for hire. And things that will be for hire is say you're an author and you hire an illustrator to create the work. Technically, they are the creator, so they own the right. So you would have to have a work for hire contract and have them sign over the rights to you for you can then apply for the copyright. So that, that would be a little different. You would need a different application for that. And anything that falls outside of a single application, the cost will be $65 instead of $45 for the application fee. And there are a bunch of other fees for different selections that you can choose, such as group submissions. And you can find all those fees and explanations of those different selections on the website. So now that we have explained what a copyright is, we will discuss why it is so important for authors and other creatives to copyright their work. The copyright actually protects your work and allows you to be able to file a civil claim against people that plagiarize your work or steal your work because they have now made a copyright infringement violation. Now there's been a lot of uproar this week in the literary industry because it was discovered that a popular social media influencer created a journal that consisted of work from other bloggers and other authors. This specific celebrity often bragged on social media about how much support she was getting on the book and all the money she was making off the book. And it was rumored that she made over $500,000 off her book slash journal, which she was selling for $35. And literally when you open her book, you can see that she plagiarized a lot of the book. Like she was taking sections that were on blog sites from years ago and it was copied verbatim. 
she now claims that she hired a company that created a book for her and that she is now putting them to blame for the mishap and the plagiarism, which is besides the point. The point of it all is, if that work that the celebrity plagiarized and put in her book, if it's protected by copyright law, the owners of that work can now file a lawsuit against that celebrity for stealing their work. And obviously, if somebody made $500,000 off a of work they plagiarized, then the owners of that original work are entitled to some type of percentage of that money that that celebrity made. So once that lawsuit is filed, your evidence will be your certificate of registration from the copyright office, as well as other things such as documentation of the publication on your websites or on other websites, publishing dates on retailer sites such as Amazon, they, they will show when the book was published and more. One thing that I do recommend that every single writer should do is to copyright your work before you send it out to anyone. And, I, and that's including your beta readers, that's including your editors, that's including your friends, social media friends, other writers that, hey, you just want some advice on the book. Make sure you copyright that work first before you send it out to anybody. There are so many scammers and dishonest people in every industry, especially this industry. So you don't want to become one of their next victims after they steal your work and pawn it off as their own. I often get asked whether or not someone should copyright their work that soon with the concern that once it's edited, then they would have to have a final product and then they would have to go through the copyright process again. Well, the copyright office specifically says that you don't need to make a new claim if the changes made to the original submission are just editorial changes or minor changes. That means if you complete your novel, you then run through it on a self-edit, you copyright it, it is then protected. Once you go to get it edited, if there's only grammatical changes being made due to typos or certain parts of the story being moved around for flow, there is no need to file a new application because your original work will still be similar enough to the final product that it will still be protected. Now, if significant changes are made, such as adding a new chapter or two, then you would have to file for another application for the final product. But at the end of the day, that $45 or $90, if you had to do it twice, is well worth the expense because it protects your work. So make sure you guys copyright all of your work by going to www.copyright.gov before you send it out. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode because we'll be bringing you more tips and interviews every week. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Philly Author, which is my handle on both sites, and also on our business page on both sites, which is Credom Books. And this has been the Fiction Addiction Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us on the Fiction Addiction Podcast. Make sure you visit fictionaddictionpodcast.com for links on everything we talked about today, as well as awesome resources, additional tips, and fiction addiction merchandise.